Common Sensors Podcast Consumers. Welcome to episode 50. That's right, episode 50 of Common Sense Sundays with Go Tell to the Wall, hosted by me, of course, your absolute favorite podcast host, the one and only Sean O'Rourke. <sighs> episode 50. We've done 50 of these. We've actually done almost 200 overall episodes, but of course, ever since the Common Sense Sunday format began, we are now up to 50. I guess it's a bit of a milestone here. We've been doing it for over a year, uh, but you know, sometimes breaks and everything else, and especially recently with our fun little three-week break that we had all that stuff going on. Uh, so so now we're getting back into it. Uh, I guess you could say we are, we're back to normal, as normal as we can possibly be, because I wouldn't say anything that happens in the Go Tell Us the Wall studio is normal necessarily. Uh, but it's our, it's our own form of normal, our own form of common sense. Uh, of course, we always kick every episode off with our social plugs. You can keep up with us before episodes, during episodes, after episodes, whenever you so please. And you can do that in multiple locations. One of those would be facebook.com slash go tell it to the wall. That's right, facebook.com slash go tell it to the wall. Go and follow our Facebook page. Uh, that's a good place to keep up to date. With everything that is happening, new episodes, new content, new videos, uh, even promoting other Bands, podcasts, creators, artists. As you know, we have many, many talented friends here uh, that are friends of Go Tell to the Wall, both supporters of it and and good friends that we either collaborate on or just support each other uh, throughout throughout that scene. So make sure you're on Facebook there if you're a Facebook user. Uh, and of course, also YouTube. If you enjoy the YouTube, head over there, search Go Tell to the Wall, subscribe to our channel. You're going to find all of our video feeds that get posted after the fact, as well as our beer reviews, our parenting playlists, our Mental Health Monday videos, and all the great stuff that can go on to YouTube, I guess. Also, our music suggestions, all that stuff's right there on the YouTube, so, so check that out as well. And of course, you can follow my own personal Instagram account, which is at SoCalSean. That's right, S-O-C-A-L-S-E-A-N. Again, at SoCalSean on Instagram. That's going to start blowing up quite a bit very soon because I have amassed ridiculous amounts of photos uh, over the past month or so, and, and I'm going to start rolling all of those out. Uh, you'll probably see a lot of them on Facebook as well. Not all of them will get shared to the Facebook page necessarily, so, so make sure you're following on Instagram uh, for all that great photo content. Uh, or feel free to friend me on Facebook uh, now, of course, I accept a lot of the friend requests, uh, but if you're a listener, make sure you just go ahead and hit the follow button, because uh, I get spammed with a lot of friend requests, and a lot of them are just spam. So if I if, you, if I get a friend request uh, and I don't have a bunch of mutual friends, sometimes that's not getting accepted. So don't feel offended. It's just more of a myself avoiding spam uh, on the Facebook. But either way, you can follow on Instagram at SoCalSean. Uh, and of course, we have our website. SeanO'RourkeLive.com. That is your one-stop shop for everything I just mentioned. You're going to find links directly to Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, all that great stuff right there on SeanO'RourkeLive.com. So bookmark that website. Check back often. Also, check out our Patreon page, which you can link directly through 
uh, Sean O'Rourke Live. You can also link it, I believe, through Facebook and YouTube. I can't keep track of where all the links are, but you can definitely find it on SeanO'RourkeLive.com. Help us out financially if you have the means to do so and you see fit to do so. Uh, every little bit helps to keep this studio running. And as I say almost every episode, if you don't want to support us financially, that's fine. Uh, go ahead and find another artist, musician, broadcaster, whatever they may be out there on Patreon uh, and, and support them, uh, especially if you have the means to do that. And, of course, our merch page is right there, SeanRourkeLive.com. Click the little link that says Merch. That's going to take you directly to our merch website where you can pick up some T-shirts, cups. Uh, I think we have, like, kitchen towels or something. There's all kinds of crazy junk on there. Uh, but I, I suggest the, the T-shirts, mugs, and sweatshirts. I know it's very warm right now all across the country. Uh, I was experiencing quite a bit of that warmth over the past three weeks. Uh, so maybe you don't need a sweatshirt yet, but, but, but prepare. Fall will be here before you know it, and the weather will cool down. Uh, and maybe you live by the beach, and even even in the heat wave, you need a little bit of a uh, little little bit of a sweatshirt at night. Uh, my our final stop on our road trip brought a sweatshirt all the way across to Florida and all the way back. I was like, I I carry a sweatshirt regardless of what time of year. I've got a hoodie, you know. Didn't wear the damn thing until we got all the way back to California, uh, right there in uh, in Banning, which is right next to Palm Springs. That was after three weeks. That was the first night I put on a sweatshirt just sitting outside. And it wasn't like freezing, but it was it was chilly enough for me to throw on a hoodie, uh, and I do. Do enjoy my, my, my hoodies, as as you know if you've been a, uh, even if you haven't been a long-time listener. If you've listened to a couple episodes, you know I love me some some hoodies, especially band hoodies there. All right, as I said, we are back to normal, uh, as normal as we get. But I will say, next weekend is a holiday weekend. Uh, we are not going to miss an episode. Just be aware of announcements uh, with, with kind of episode rollout happening at a possibly different time. Uh, and it's the 4th of July. Uh, for the, it's, and, I mean, those of you in the U.S. know that, but those of you outside the U.S., we do have a lot of listeners outside of the U.S. Uh, it's 4th of July weekend next weekend, so of course, that is officially when everyone goes to barbecues. Uh, we have some friends, neighbors, uh, very good friends of ours that have a barbecue every year. When they don't have the barbecue on the 4th, we have the barbecue. Fortunately, they're having the barbecue this year because I was like, ah, I'm not ready for for having a barbecue on the 4th. Uh, so, so possible shake-up, but there will be an episode. It just may happen... We may do another Common Sense Saturday. I don't think that's going to happen, but we will likely do it early in the day on Sunday, so just be aware of those scheduling changes. Uh, and like I said, if you've been a fan of the podcast for, for years now, you know we actually did a 4th of July spectacular, I can't, star-spangled episode, I think is what we called it. I can't keep track of the weird names that we make up for everything. Uh, star-spangled episode. So maybe we'll try to do something like that. We'll see how it comes. Uh, and last thing before we move on to digital trends, we're going to have more travel stories coming. I'm just going to kind of pepper them throughout uh, interesting things that have happened to me over the past three weeks. Uh, now, obviously, I can't talk about project stuff. As I mentioned previous episode, some of that stuff you might know about in a year. Some of that stuff might never actually come to fruition. Uh, but I'm going to talk more about kind of social things that I was doing and, and family things that I was doing and interesting things I found along the way traveling an entire three weeks across the country and, and all the way back here to Southern California. God, and again, I'm just, I love Southern California. My California flag arrived uh, that I'm going to hang up on my flagpole. Probably go out and do that today after we finish up with this episode. All right, let's move on to some digital trends. I've got a lot of digital trends this week. That's right. For those of you that don't know, these are things happening on the digital platforms. Hashtags, all the things. Some of it's just stuff I find interesting, and some of it is socially relevant. All of it is common sense. Uh, so, first up, we have hashtag fake polar bear facts. Yeah, this one's trending on the Twitter and on some other social platforms, and people are having fun with it. I love these fun hashtags, uh, and a lot of people out there are much more creative than I am, so they were having fun with this. I encourage you, if you just need a laugh, 
uh, go on Twitter or really you can just Google uh, hashtag fake polar bear facts. And for me, uh, number one that came to mind was uh, polar bears love bear hugs. I would not advise trying to bear hug a polar I would not advise trying to hug a polar bear. I would not advise walking up to a polar bear if you ever happen to run into a polar bear, which I guess is pretty not very likely. Uh, I don't think we have a lot of uh, North Pole listeners here, but maybe we do. Watch out for those polar bears. They don't like bear hugs, and uh, they I, t- I think they'll probably try to eat you. My One of my ex- my experiences with a polar bear was, uh, I, I was probably six, maybe seven. Seven at the oldest. Uh, we're in the Smithsonian in Washington, D.C., and they had a stuffed, you know, taxidermied poly- polar bear. Things like, and it's standing on its hind legs, things like 10 feet tall. And I just remember being like, as a kid, now I didn't say it out loud, but I was like, holy shit, that's a large bear. Uh, so I would not recommend messing with polar bears. Uh, although the good thing is you're not likely to find one unless you're like in the North Pole or the few areas that there are actually polar bears. All right, hashtag tweet like a toddler. Here's another one you can have some fun with. Uh, share your own. Uh, check out other people's responses and, and how they're sharing the hashtag. Now, I have a four-year-old at home. So right now, if uh, tweeting like a toddler for, for my four-year-old would simply be just screaming. She's very good at the screaming right now. And it's, and it's not like screaming out of anger all the time. Sometimes it's just out of excitement, which is extra fun for me in my house because I have tinnitus or tinnitus. As, as some people, I, I've, I, I'm not going to argue about the pronunciation on it because even my wife, who's uh, not not British, because I know in, in Britain it's tinnitus, uh, she calls it that, and I, I call it tinnitus. But because of my tinnitus, uh, when my kid screams, I'm <laughs> sometimes I'm just in the corner like, oh, my, I can't hear a thing, uh, which has also been extra fun with the, the road trip. So much fun on the road trip, but if you've ever driven an RV, and especially along certain roads where the trucks have just torn up the road. It's, just, it's bouncing everywhere and you got stuff. And it's normal. Like, stuff just shakes because you're driving a big box with, like, appliances and stuff. Uh, and, you know, and everything's pretty much padded, but you still get that little bit of extra road noise compared to even just driving in a car. Uh, so my hearing is definitely taking some time uh, to recover. So I especially apologize if I sound extra loud on the podcasts, uh, yes, last one and this one and probably the next one or two of them as my hearing recovers. Good thing is, you have a volume button. That's what I always used to say, uh, or, or a good friend of mine, Jeff, would say uh, when when this podcast was first starting out. I was like, oh, I think my podcasts are too long. And he goes, well, there, there's a pause button. So you, you pause the episode and you come back to it. It doesn't really matter how long it is. I was like, oh, yeah, you don't have to sit and listen to the whole damn thing. Uh, see, now I'm an 80s kid. So you, you had to listen to the whole damn thing or, or watch the whole damn episode because you couldn't just go back to it. It was on television. We didn't have this, you know, TiVo and DVRs and, oh, God, Netflix and stuff. I've, I have found myself saying that to my own child when she's like, no, 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 I want... And it's like, you, you know what? When I was a kid, we got to watch what the hell was on the television and that was it. And practically growing up in Chicago, my, my grandmother didn't... Because cable existed. My grandmother didn't have cable. So I was essentially watching PBS, you know during the day or in the mornings, Mr. Rogers and Sesame Street and stuff. And then at night, I was just forced to watch whatever kind of sitcoms uh, my grandmother was watching, in addition to, you know, VHS tapes uh, there in the VCR, back in the days when you actually had to go physically rent a movie. Yes, I'm that old. And I'm not that old, but it's crazy all the things that have happened. I I was blown away most recently by the fact that uh, now people checking driver's licenses uh, to see if you can buy alcohol or even cigarettes here in California because it's got to be 21. They just look, if there's a one, 
you're good. They just have to look at the one because kids born in 2000 are actually turning 21 this year. We're halfway through kids born in 2000 turning 21. All right, now that we've gotten tangented, we're still on digital trends. Hashtag Trump rally. Uh, some rally happened. I don't understand. I, I stopped paying attention to these damn things. I did see some weird comments from uh, Marjorie Green, Taylor, Tyler, Tyler Grass, or whatever her name is. The makes me sick. The sight of her makes me sick. I don't like the sound of her voice, but I did catch a couple clips of, of her ranting about some bullshit. Uh, so... What I do love about this one is people took over the hashtag. <laughs> you would think it's people that are attending the Trump rally and Trump supporters and whatnot. Uh, no, if you go search that one on Twitter right now, you're going to find people making fun of the Trump rally uh, and bringing up very common sense situations uh, in, in contradiction to things that are being said at such rallies throughout the country. Uh, Dr. Biden, the first lady of the United States, she was actually trending on Twitter recently over the past couple days uh, over a dress. People were making fun of her dress, uh, the dress she was wearing. They thought it was a little ugly. Uh, now, two things to say about that. Apparently, I, I didn't even need to do much research. Apparently, this was like a, a super fancy designer dress that was featured on a runway. Uh, so, so instead of giving Jill Biden, a, you know, our first lady, a hard time, maybe go give the designer a hard time. And I think it was like, it was a recognizable, even one that I recognize, like Dolce & Gabbana or something. I, I don't know much about fashion. Uh, as you can tell with what I wear here on the podcast, this is my daily wear. It's, it's basically t-shirts, uh, jeans or sweatpants, and, and, and some sneakers, specifically Vans. Uh, so so I'm, not, I'm not keen on the fashion, but I, even I recognize, I was like, oh yeah, that's a high fashion brand. Uh, of all the things to criticize fashion, like come on, find something else to criticize. And here's just a reminder for everybody, uh, tan suit, anybody? Tan suit, tan suit, yeah. Finding things to criticize, so we're going to criticize a dress. All right, hashtag no fireworks and hashtag don't buy any. These go hand in hand. Uh, it is officially fireworks season in L.A. Usually starts around Memorial Day. Uh, it was a slow ramp up this year, and I think what's happened is because California really started to open up June 15th. Uh, as soon as I got home, it, it was fireworks, 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 all last night. Uh, even on the last episode, you might have heard some fireworks outside because it was nighttime. And it's extra funny because you hear them during the day. And it's like, what the hell are you doing shooting off fireworks during the day? There's literally no point to it during the day. You can't see the damn things. If you're gonna, It's stupid, but if you're going to do it, at least be do it at night. Uh, but it's a big problem we have here in L.A. It just never stops. Uh, and, and it's a safety issue because we have fire problems here in all of California. Fireworks are actually illegal in, in the in the city of Los Angeles. Uh, problem is you can just go over one city over and, and actually buy fireworks. Now, you can buy certain fireworks. These huge people around my neighborhood, known for it around here, shooting off the giant mortar like professional fireworks. Uh, you don't want to be anywhere near one of those because they don't always function correctly. Trust me, I know. Go back. <laughs> There's been stories of me outrunning one that only shot about six feet into the air before it exploded. You know, it was supposed to shoot way up into the sky and then explode. Nope, six feet into the air. I was fascinated by the fact, driving across the country, uh, there was a fireworks stand like every mile or two in many states, including Arizona, New Mexico, Texas. Uh, there were some in Florida as well. But it really got me in Arizona and New Mexico. I'm like, you guys have fire problems too, and you're in a drought. You know, Texas, I, I understand a little bit more... Um, First of all, because everything's bigger in Texas, so they got to have their giant fireworks. 
but it's more humid. You, you know, it's a lot greener. It's not dry like New Mexico and Arizona. In fact, driving through Arizona uh, on my way to to Apache Junction, which is east of Phoenix, we're taking this this mountain road through there, and, and it had just been devastated by fires. Luckily, it looked like a lot of houses had been saved, uh, but I could smell it, and and my wife and I and my four year old could see it on the hillsides there. Very and so recent that it's funny. My wife was, what's what's all the the you know. What's all the white around there? And I was like, no, that's because it just got put out. So it's either fire, like extinguishing stuff, or it's fresh ash, you know. Because you see devastated areas from fires, you know, you know, uh, a year or so after the fire, and still you still get some blackness, some greens coming up. Uh, no, no, this was very recent, and you know, you could see roads were still closed and everything. And I was kind of waiting to see active fires, but fortunately, we did not. So, so please, for the love of God, stop with the fucking fireworks. And I posted this on Facebook the other day. Uh, people setting off fireworks in Los Angeles are basically the same as the people uh, who hang nut truck nuts. You know, truck nuts. If you don't know what those are, go look them up uh, from the tailgate of their truck. That, that's like a solid circle, the Venn diagram. I just, I just, I, I don't get it. Uh, hashtag Fire Jim Jordan. Honestly, I didn't have to look specifically why this was trending. I think this should just always be trending because Jim Jordan has no place whatsoever in politics. Uh, that asshole can't even put on a jacket. Not that hard to put on a jacket. I mean, I'm I'm not gonna, not here to criticize fashion, but you know, you show up to a party where where it's a formal party and you're wearing a t-shirt and jeans, you, you you're out of place. I can, I I I like a t-shirt and jeans too, but I put on a tie and a jacket or a suit when it's called for. Even a tux. I have owned a tux in my life. I wore a tux to get married. I've worn tuxes uh, to be in wedding parties. It's appropriate. Put on a damn jacket, Jim Jordan. Uh, and to end our digital trends for this week, hashtag kindness matters. This is silly, but I think we all need a reminder that kindness does matter. And I experienced this. As much as I love living in Southern California, there is something to be said for Southern hospitality that I noticed. Uh, and it's it's contagious. You end up, you know, you end up being a little kinder when people are kind to you. Uh, I can be one of the biggest assholes on the face of the earth. I kind of give give out what I get. I give back what I get. Uh, when I have people being kind and polite to me, I tend to be a lot more kind and polite. That's not an excuse, but that's why hashtag kindness matters. So this, this year, just a little reminder. Be kind to each other. Let's care about each other. Have some damn compassion. That is something we're lacking in this country. Very, very lacking. All right, COVID updates. Uh, we are finding now according to studies, uh, that most cases that are happening now, most COVID cases, uh, are occurring among non-vaccinated people. That's right, people who have not gotten vaccinated. We're finding that the vaccinations work. Shocking, I know. Science. It's a beautiful thing, that science. Uh, so please just get the shot. Please get the shot. I understand It's you cannot convince everybody to do it. It's not a requirement. But get the shot. And most importantly, think about the children. For me, I'm vaccinated. I don't. I, I'm. I'm less worried about myself and my wife, uh, my parents, uh, my my father-in-law, uh, my my grand my grandmother-in-law who's 98. A little less worried about them because they've all gotten vaccinated. Here's the thing: my kid is four. She's too young to get vaccinated. If nothing else, do it for the damn kids. Think of the kids. And I know there's a small. I, every, everybody likes to hit me with the percentages. Oh, it's like. Point zero zero blah 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 with kids and it's like yeah but then there's also those kids that got a horrible heart disease and are stuck in the hospital right now you don't know that your kid's not going to be in that small small percentage do it for the kids 
Uh, and it's still a challenge of not not knowing with people who are vaxxed. Uh, so, so I will be continuing to wear a mask to an extent, um, really, especially until we get really, really past this COVID stuff. And I will tell you, that's something I, I, I experienced because um, I, as, I, as I was getting ready to travel across the country, I was a little bit worried that I would wear a mask in places where they weren't required and people would be like, why are you wearing a mask, you know? And forgive me, everyone in the South would be, be like, boy, why are you wearing a mask? And I was like, okay, okay. But nobody gave me a hard time. It was like, okay, and lots of people not masked. Good Lord, lots of people not masked. Uh, but nobody gave me a hard time. So I was happy to see that little bit of respect. Uh, but I will say, as I mentioned, the story about the Texas State Trooper on the previous episode, make sure you've listened to that one. Uh, of course, he comes walking up to my to my RV, my recreational vehicle, puts his, puts his face in the window with a thin blue line flag and Punisher, you know, flag patch on his bulletproof vest. Nothing wrong with bulletproof vest. Just read a damn comic book, Punisher. I don't, I don't even know comic books, and I know that... Uh, that that those are contradictory, the Punisher logo and 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 police. Uh, I told my wife I was gonna get a rainbow Punisher logo and put it on the back of my car just to, just to fuck with people. Uh, but no mask. I, I would like to see a little more respect out of that sticking your head in my car, my four year old sitting not far from where you're doing it. And by all means, maybe he's vaccinated. Who knows? But just a little bit more respect there. Get yourself a thin blue line mask. <laughs> like I don't care. Just be a little more respectful. Uh, and. Most importantly, with these COVID updates, give everyone time. It's going to be tougher for some than others. It's been tough for me. I was kind of thrown into the deep end having to drive all along the south. And nothing against the south, but, I mean, trust me, Mississippi and Alabama have the worst numbers uh, for COVID cases. And you drive through there, and it's like COVID just doesn't exist. <laughs> They're like, what's COVID? Like, but but y'all been dying. So give people time. Respect where they are, and be patient with your friends. Know that you're going to have friends that... They're probably not necessarily avoiding you. They're just not quite ready to get fully integrated into society, especially given the past year plus what we've been through, even with vaccines. There's still a lot going on. Like I said, my four-year-old, she cannot get vaccinated. I have to be extra careful with my four-year-old. Still eating outside and keeping everything, for the most part, outside, uh, unless she's with people that are, that are kind of in, in our bubble and vaccinated and, and everything else, and then stuff's happening inside. But mostly outside. That's just what we have to do. Oh, man. We'll be getting rid of the COVID update soon. I'm, I'm hoping that happens soon because we're going to come out the other side of it. Uh, we do have some positive news for this week for episode 50 of Common Sense Sundays. Uh, if you haven't heard heard about this one yet, go check it out and check out his video. We have defensive end. Uh, not important, the position that he plays, but plays for the Las Vegas Raiders football football player and the professional football player in the NFL. Uh, just recently within the past week, came out as gay. Came out as gay. And is officially the first openly gay professional athlete of the four big sports uh, here in the United States. There have been ones close. There was a basketball player that came out a few years ago, uh, but he was pretty much hitting the end of his career. Uh, and there was a college football player who came out. Um, but and, and we can we can argue details on to whether he didn't really get a chance because he came out as gay. Uh, but he also, to begin with, wasn't this amazing football player. Uh, so we don't know that he would have been a professional. But now we have a, a an established professional football player, Carl Nassib, uh, who, who is, a, is a starting player for the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, and on top of coming out, and I, lo- I actually love the way he came out because he just did a video and he's like, I, I don't, I'm a private guy, I don't want to make a big deal about it, but just so you know, I'm gay. And because it's Pride Month, it's June. And on top of that, he's donating $100,000 uh, to the Trevor Project. If you're not familiar with the Trevor Project, 
check it out. Uh, they do a lot of work with uh, with with hate crimes and and the L people in the LGBTQ plus community uh, that have been abused or, or taken advantage of or or any of those things. So check out the Trevor Project uh, and a great big good on you to Carl Nassib. Uh, I hope we see more of this because. For those of you that don't follow sports, we find out after the fact that professional athletes, they, they retire and then they come out as gay. Uh, and then there's circles where you can talk to people that know professional athletes who are part of the LGBTQ plus community in the four big sports. Now we're talking hockey, football, basketball, and baseball. Uh, there are openly uh, gay professional athletes in, in other sports. It's just those here in the U.S., those are what we call the big four. Those, those make the most money, get the most traction. Uh, so good on you, Carl Nassib, and I hope we see more of this. Uh, and I hope I hope this shows people the courage to actually come out, and especially young athletes, because there's so much toxic masculinity within sports. It's a, it's amazing how much of it happens within sports, even at at the even at the high school level, even at like the middle school level, the toxic masculinity. I've I've experienced it myself. I played a year, and nothing against my high school football team. I played a year of football, and I was like, that's ah, not for me, not for me. Uh, not only because of the toxic masculinity, but also I was just like, well, I don't really like getting hit in the head all the time. So, all right, moving along to mental health. Still processing this epic road trip that I've been on. Um, instead, like I said, instead of getting my feet wet with socializing, I had to just jump right into the deep end. I'm having to, to interact with random people now. I'm not giving hugs to random people or anything, but I'm having to interact with people at stores and, and everything else. I was in a, I was in a, which is extra funny. Hadn't been to a grocery store in, in uh, you know, a year and a half, or not quite a year and a half, but 14, 15 months. Uh, then I go to a Walmart in Florida. <laughs> Walmart, like, and I'm not going to sit here and talk about, about Walmart. I'm not a Walmart fan, uh, but if it's just a huge store, crowded. It's like I couldn't I couldn't just go to, like, a small Trader Joe's. No, I'm in fucking Walmart for the first time in a year and a half. Uh, so, so take care of yourself, and don't give in to pressure when it comes to that, because that's where I'm at. Despite having been thrown into the deep end, I'm still kind of easing back into things. Uh, it's going to be interesting. July 24th, as I mentioned, I'll be down there in Costa Mesa seeing Chaser. Uh, so that's going to kind of be another another step forward for me as far as socializing and getting back out into the world. Uh, and I can't wait for shows. That's the thing. is, uh, As much as it's going to be a crowd of people, I, I my cup gets filled at shows mentally and, and socially. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, and as I mentioned in the positive news, June is Pride Month. Uh, so Pride Month is ending. This is the last episode of June 2021. Uh, but keep in mind, as I always say every year with Mental Health Awareness Month, uh, still check on sup and support. Support your LGBTQ plus uh, friends, family, community. Uh, because even though Pride Month is ending, they they deal uh, with and they deal with negativity from other groups of people all year round, 365 days a year. Uh, so just because Pride Month is ending doesn't mean that uh, we 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 just stop supporting LGBTQ the LGBT community because uh, because June's over. So continue all year long. All right, parenting. Oh boy, <laughs> took my four-year-old to the ocean for the first time. Now I knew she was a water baby. She's kind of been to the beach, but hadn't really been in the ocean. So we go into the Atlantic Ocean, and, and sure, I knew it was going to happen because she loves swimming pools and everything else. Loves being in the water. Uh, it was one of the greatest things she's ever experienced in, in, in her short life. Uh, all the laughing. She's definitely a water kid, water baby, much like myself. Uh, I spent a lot of my youth in swimming pools. Uh, there was a time when I was a teenager where I was literally at the beach every day during the summer. 
I'd go down there and hit a sunset sesh. Uh, I was a little bit of surfer, but a bodyboarder or a sponger, as you could say. And I loved loved going down there to uh, La Jolla Shores and Wind and Sea. If you're familiar with Wind and Sea, I don't recommend Wind and Sea for kids. Uh, it's most it's a lot of uh, they got a crazy break there. You, you will t- you will you will get thrown into some rocks if you're not careful. Uh, it's it's really a beach meant for people that are that are going out there to surf or bodyboard. So be careful out there. Uh, but La Jolla Shores, if you want to take kids, it's it's a great break at sunset uh, if you want to do some surfing, bodyboarding, and it's also a great place uh, to take kids. Um, so so the the funny thing was my wife is not a huge fan of the ocean. I am so used to like the ocean doesn't really scare me. I've I know how to deal with rip currents. I've grown up around the ocean, uh, having been born in Miami and then especially in San Diego. And like I said, I went to a lot of beaches where you, you had to know the rip currents, otherwise you're gonna drown. Uh, but my wife sitting on the shore was was I, c- I could see the anxiety in her face, uh, and I'm just and I'm just holding my kid, you know, out there, and I'm like waist deep, maybe chest deep, and she just laughing and laughing every every time a wave came, and then she learned like oh the waves come, so she'd be looking, she'd be like here it comes, Poosh, wave flowing over you, uh, so so there's gonna be a lot of uh, a lot of ocean time for my kiddo in the future. I'm positive of that because she loves it. And in fact, I think we're going to get a new pool. I'm going to pick up uh, one of those larger above-ground pools, like a eight, ten-foot-wide pool uh, that that you can just kind of set up. Because uh, right now she's got one of those four-by-four four, like frame pools, and it got us through last summer. But I've been wanting to do a bigger one, and selfishly, it's partly for me because where I can set it up in 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 my backyard, uh, it will be next to my deck. My deck features a television. Uh, so I'll be able to float in my pool and, and watch some baseball games during the summer. It'll just be fantastic. In fact, I fic- picked up one of those. I got it in Florida, of course. Didn't actually use it yet, but one of those like sit-in float things that you sit in it, and it's got a cup holder and stuff. So uh, as soon as I get that pool set up in my backyard, maybe we'll do an episode from the pool. No, that won't happen because I will electrocute myself. And one more thing I want to mention. Uh, my kid is has recently become obsessed with dinosaurs. Uh, so on the way back, if you're not familiar with Cabazon, California, it's near Palm Springs. Uh, that is where the giant dinosaurs are. They've got these big old dinosaurs there. You've probably seen them in movies. And in fact, I did love this. I wish they would have had a sticker. They did not have stickers. They had uh, they had pins. Uh, but if you're familiar with Pee-wee's Big Adventure, uh, tell them Large Marge sent you. They did have some postcards, uh, which I was really happy to see because I, I love me some Pee-wee's Big Adventure and I love a good... Good pop culture movie reference there. So making some money off that. Got the postcard. We're going to get that stuck up on the wall. It's giant, though. That's the problem. So I don't know. Got to figure out where on the wall. The wall's starting to fill up. I've got a pile of stickers here, uh, and it's starting to fill up over there. But I want to get that one on there because uh, tell them Large Marge sent you. If you haven't seen Pee-wee's Big Adventure, uh, make sure you check that out. I was slightly disappointed, and my wife didn't get the reference because there's another movie uh, from the 80s that references... Uh, the Cabazon dinosaur specifically, they go there, and that would be a little movie called The Wizard. If you're not familiar with that one from 1989, uh, Fred Savage, Christian Slater, Bo Bridges, and a couple other uh, you know movie stars that you would recognize uh, in that film. Uh, and actually, if you're not familiar with it, it is the the movie that revealed the Power Glove. Remember the Power Glove for those of you that were alive in the 80s or played Nintendo in the 80s, uh, and also unveiled Super Mario Brothers 3. But toward the end of the movie, they end up at the Cabazon Dinosaur. So I was like, well, can we get some wizard references here? Uh, the one thing I do understand is it's kind of a, not to spoil anything, but it's a bit of a sad scene. If you haven't seen The Wizard, 
uh, and you enjoy 80s movies, definitely check it out. Uh, but I will say, one of the biggest disappointments that my child had about going to Cabazon is she really wants to see real dinosaurs. And I've been have we've been my wife and I have had to explain to her a few times that real dinosaurs don't exist anymore. She's like, well, why? And we're, well, they existed 60 million years ago. What happened to them? Well, we think a meteor hit there. Blah 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 blah. You know, so she's just learning this. But she's she's just waiting until she can see a real live dinosaur. Uh, so now, because of that, I'm just waiting until she's old enough to see Jurassic Park and understand why we don't want to see real live dinosaurs in the world anymore. <laughs> Oh, kids! You got You gotta love the innocence of kids. She just, she wants to see a, she wants to see a, a real live dinosaur. I mean, honestly, who doesn't? But we know that we don't want to see real live dinosaurs because that can go, go in a bad direction. Uh, just like our eventual robot overlords that are coming for us. Like we, I, we've all seen Terminator. Stop making these robots that can do do all of the things. Personally, I will welcome our robot overlords and, and hope to become some kind of pet or, or something for them. I don't know. We'll see. All right, common sense. Oh, we got some good common sense this week. Common sense for a Common Sense Sunday, episode 50. Uh, Rudy Giuliani, good old Rudy. Oh, man. Just recently had his law license revoked in the state of New York. Uh, so, so lawyer Rudy Giuliani can no longer practice law. This was great news. Common sense that it should be taken away. Uh, but of course, when I saw this, I said, "What the fuck took so long? It should have been like should have been taken away like a year, probably years ago, but definitely like a year ago." So fortunately for for the country and for the world, probably uh, Rudy Giuliani currently cannot practice law. He should probably just go like off into the oblivion somewhere. We don't need this fool around anymore. He wasn't even good in Seinfeld. I know, enough of that Rudy Giuliani guy. Uh, he's just a walking dumpster fire. Uh, now, the Biden campaign, if the, the campaign, not President Biden, but if you remember during the campaign uh, when Biden was the Democratic Party nominee for president, his campaign bus was driving through Texas, and a bunch of MAGA people, maggots, uh, with Trump flags and all kinds, and trucks and, and all kinds of junk and, and probably some Confederate flags hanging, uh, ran the campaign bus off the road. I spoke to this when it actually happened because it's completely unnecessary. Whether you disagree or not, there's no reason to be running people off the road. That is dangerous. Well, we have found out that the Biden campaign is suing the bus terrorists. Yes, they called them bus terrorists, which is fantastic. Uh, suing them uh, and, and actually called them, them terrorists, like I said. Uh, and there's no excuse for that. There's just no excuse for that. Uh, and speaking of Texas, we had some news uh, about Los Angeles Lakers guard Alex Caruso. Not important if you don't follow sports or the Lakers or anything, but he is a professional athlete, plays for the Los Angeles Lakers. He was recently arrested in Texas uh, for marijuana paraphernalia. He had a grinder on him with a little bit of marijuana residue in it. Now, I believe he's out of jail because it's a misdemeanor, but he did get arrested for this little bit of marijuana residue uh, because fucking Texas... <laughs> where they're like, you, we're going to arrest you for this, but here, have a bunch of booze and, and carry this gun. Yeah, no, I let you got that backwards there. Nothing to do your thing, Texas, but really, we're arresting people. And my immediate thought was, uh, and th thank you to my good buddy Art and, and supporter of the show, Art, uh, for sending this to me before I even saw it in the news, because uh, we, had, we had met up uh, for a bite to eat and a drink uh, there near Phoenix, where, where he, he currently lives near Phoenix. 
and uh he sent it to me and i went and my my first response was just exactly what i said fucking texas but the other thing to keep in mind is you know everybody's there's so many people are moving to texas we've talked about this people leaving california and everything else joe rogan is one of those uh, if you're familiar with the shitty joe rogan podcast i say shitty because it is shitty it's got such a fan base and the guy's a moron uh, if you like him, that's fine, but just, you know, you can still like, like this podcast and his, I don't like it, but he sits there and he smokes, he smokes pot the entire episode of, of his podcast and he's recording in Austin. <laughs> so here's how ass backwards it is. He got this guy broadcasting, uh, that he's smoking marijuana like crazy in Texas. Now in Austin, which tends to be a little more progressive area of Texas, uh, and, and I don't mean to make this political, but, uh, but progressive areas tend to have recreational marijuana tend to be a little more lenient you know, you know Colorado and California were way early on uh, with the recreational marijuana uh, but he's just sitting there smoking away and yeah we're gonna arrest Alex Caruso for for like a little bit of a little bit of residue unbelievable absolutely unbelievable oh man so I want to talk a little bit about my my trip down there to Florida I mentioned in the previous episode unfortunately uh, now, I had meetings, took a couple meetings along the way, and we saw some stuff, visited some family, uh, visited, you know, my 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 wife's 98-year-old grandmother, uh, but we were also having a memorial for, for my late mother-in-law uh, who, who passed away in January, and we were finally able to get everyone together. Now, basically, we, ha- we had to have a mass. You know, I grew up Catholic. For those of you that grew up Catholic, we had a funeral mass. You know, my, my father-in-law scheduled it uh, at a church, my my. Mother's grandmother is, is, is still very Catholic, practicing Catholic church all the time. Uh, you know, communion brought to her when she can't go to church, for those of you that are familiar with it. But the thing that got me was uh, was the priest. So if you've ever been to a funeral mass, the homily tends to talk about death and, 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 and grieving and, and, you know, and, and moving on to whatever, you know, in the Catholic church, moving on to heaven, you know, and all these things. Uh, this priest took the opportunity to, to to spout off for a good like thirty minutes about a bunch of bullshit. In fact, I know, and and, and it was pointed out to me. There's probably a little bit, a little bit of a language barrier because he was Vietnamese and he spoke English but had a very thick accent. Uh, but he said the word "stupid" more times than I've ever heard a priest say "stupid," uh, even in conversation, let alone in a homily. Now, a homily is that's when the priest talks about certain scripture or whatever. For those of you not familiar with the Catholic Church. Uh, and they can kind of freewheel it a little bit. Uh, and those of you that are familiar with the Catholic Church probably know this. If you see a priest going up for the homily and he doesn't have any notes, strap in. Because that thing's going on forever. Uh, but this guy absolutely didn't know the audience. The entire the entire family that's sitting there, there's like 20 plus of us sitting there for this quick mass uh, for my mother-in-law, which we were really doing for my grandmother-in-law, who... Uh, is still very much a practicing Catholic. My my father-in-law not so much, and 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 my mother, my late mother-in-law wasn't really. I mean, they they were you know we all grew up Catholic, but not really practicing. It was for for my grandmother-in-law, and he just didn't know the audience, and he kept going. And I'm sitting next to my father-in-law, and he's looking at his watch. Like he hit a point where he's looking at his watch like every minute, and I think he was kind of getting the priest to see it, you know. And then my my brother-in-law is. He's going to do the eulogy. He's doing the eulogy for the, the memorial mass, and he's, like, kind of tapping his notes for the memorial. And I will tell you, uh, my, my, my wife's uncle, uh, as soon as the homily ended, he, he audibly goes, oh, thank God. <laughs> and it was like, holy shit. 
Uh, and then, of course, for those of you familiar with the Catholic Church, uh, me, and really other religions, this could be a similar thing. Uh, he obviously then started, uh, you know, hinting that he wanted an invite to the memorial brunch that we were having uh, for the celebration of life. And we were like, no, 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 Padre. No, no, you, you can stay here. We don't need you coming to the brunch or anything like that. Uh, and the other thing that really got me is I'm sitting there in this little chapel part of the church, and I look to my left, uh, and, you know, holy water, even if you're not religious, you know, there's holy water, and you've seen a priest, like, sprinkle it or whatever. If you walk into a church, you see people, they'll put their fingers in it and the sign of the cross and everything else. Uh, there was a holy water spigot. So imagine, like, a you know, when you go to a buffet or, you know, a brunch or something, a, a coffee machine or a water jug, it was a metal water jug with a spigot on the bottom, and it said holy water. Follow me on Instagram at SoCalShawn because a picture of that <laughs> picture of that weird spigot uh, is going on Instagram. I have no problem with, like, if that's what you believe, holy water and everything. Never in my life. 13 years of Catholic school. 13. All the church things. Fourth degree night of Columbus. Altar boy. Never seen holy water with a spigot. But apparently that's something they do down there in Florida. Hashtag Florida. All right. We got a couple more entertainment news things here, and then we're going to wrap it up with episode 50. The Interrupters. The Interrupters. I am a big fan of The Interrupters. I won't, wouldn't quite put them in my top five just because I haven't listened to them long enough, but huge fan of The Interrupters. I've said many times on this podcast uh, and previously on the Just Go It Tell to the Wall podcast, if you get a chance to catch The Interrupters live, do it. I go to shows where Interrupters are opening for another band or people are there to see another band, and every single time you hear them talking... Like, oh my god, that Interrupters band was so good. Or, And they'll see me because I have a small Interrupters patch on my jacket uh, on the back. So they'll be like, oh, you like Interrupters? They were so good live. Uh, so if you get a chance, check them out live. But they just released, an, and I'm wearing my Interrupters, one of my Interrupters shirts uh, for this particular episode. You can get their merch on King's Road or at shows. I've gotten shirts both on King's Road and at shows of theirs. I've got a couple tour t-shirts and whatnot. Uh, they just released a new live album. It's live in Tokyo. It's footage of a concert that they did in Tokyo. Uh, I don't know exactly which year it was, but they did at one point in Tokyo. And they've also released a documentary uh, all about like that show in Tokyo and kind of all about... I, I'm not sure exactly what's in it. I haven't seen it yet. It's available now. Uh, you can buy it to stream. I'll be watching it on Friday uh, because, as I do with most things that are streaming, and especially regarding interrupters, because... Uh, they're very important to me and also very important to my sis, Laura, and we have seen them live and, and share us. I mean, we share a special bond on a lot of things, especially bands, but Interrupters happens to be one of those main ones because, uh, we've, we've, we've enjoyed many a Interrupters show together. Uh, so I'll be watching that Friday, but check it out if you're an Interrupters fan. Uh, and as I said, we're going to, I'm going to talk about shows that are coming up because the world's opening back up and I've been buying lots of show tickets. As I said on the last episode, catch me July 24th down there in Costa Mesa for the Chaser record release party. Looking forward to that one. Uh, but another show that will be coming up, this one's not till October, uh, and it is a full tour, so depending on what city you, you are in, check out the schedule. I will be seeing this particular tour on October 16th uh, here in Los Angeles. It's the Boston to Berkeley 2 tour. Two. Two. Uh, and it's Rancid and Dropkick Murphys, uh, and I believe on my stop, we also have the Bronx. So you, depending where what city you're in, you might have a, a third band playing with them. Uh, some of them is going to be the Bronx, but Bronx aren't on every single one of those shows. Uh, and I will tell you, I was frantically buying tickets for this, uh, this show because they did a pre-sale on a Thursday, oh gosh, probably a week and a half ago, whatever it is now. 
Uh, and I'm literally at a, a rest stop, like rest, restaurant, food court, rest stop, uh, going to order some Wendy's uh, for, for my me, my wife, and kid. And I'm standing in line waiting in the waiting room trying to get the pre-sale tickets. Couldn't get in. Didn't have the right code. A uh, big shout-out to Robert Ellis uh, for, for hooking it up with the, with the pre-sale code because I, I just couldn't find it for some reason. Uh, and I had to get back on the road, and I wasn't able to buy I'm trying to buy the tickets on my phone. And so I've got my wife looking at my Facebook on my phone, uh, and also going through the, I think it was, a, I think it was through AXS, but one of the apps, frantically trying to buy tickets for this show. So I'm driving the Panhandle, you know, in this big old 24 foot RV, and I'm turning to her every five seconds. Did you get them? Did you get them? Are you in there? Did you get them? Are the tickets available? Did you get them? Did you get them? It, my wife, I think my wife was ready to smack me. She's like, I'm working on it, and I'm just like, you know, and I say frantically, but I'm just so excited. I'm like, did did you get them? Did you get them? Did you get those tickets? And sure enough, she got the damn tickets. Uh, as I'm driving the Panhandle, so if you're in the Los Angeles area, uh, catch me at that show on October 16th. Might be ready for hugs by that time. Probably not, but might be ready for hugs. Maybe a little fist bump, and of course, uh, if you are a Wall fan, I will have some stickers for you. All right, last but not least, and then we're gonna close out episode 50 uh, from the lovely people at Allegedly Records and the people at Skabox. If you're not familiar with Skabox, it is a monthly subscription. They send you a box of ska-themed things. Uh, you can buy them individually, or you can get a monthly subscription where a box just comes to you. All kinds of cool stuff. Uh, Allegedly Records and Skabox have collaborated now. Excuse me. I've got something flying. I think there's some flies going around here. Uh, have collaborated to bring you Punk Box. That's right. So it's going to be very similar to Skabox, but it's going to be more punk-themed. Uh, and as you know, we here at Go Tell Us of the Wall uh, love Allegedly Records. I'm a big fan of Skabox, uh, and so, of course, this is just a great collaboration that I'm real excited about. I'll probably pick up a couple boxes myself. Uh, that's going to be coming out in fall 2021, so this fall at the end of summer. We don't have an exact date yet, uh, but follow them on Facebook. You can find the Punk Box page on Facebook. Uh, so while you're going over to follow Facebook.com slash Go Tell Us of the Wall, also make sure you're following Punk Box because uh, they're going to have info as to when all of that great stuff is coming out. Uh, see, this would be more ska-themed, but my, my rad dad uh, card, courtesy of, of Tom and family uh, there, you know, that's going to be more ska-themed. But you probably get cool stuff like that. Stickers, CDs, you know, shirts, socks, whatever it might be. Uh, so if you're a punk fan, uh, well, if you're a ska fan, check out Skybox. If you're a punk fan, check out Punkbox. Uh, and if you're just a fan of music in general, make sure you are following Allegedly Records. Love Allegedly Records. Love what they're doing over there. Uh, and also, it, it's great when you love content from a record company or a group or whatever it might be. And then it's extra awesome when, when you really love and respect the people that are doing it. And Allegedly Records is a great example of that. So make sure you're following them uh, on on Facebook uh, and on Instagram and all this stuff. I have, I'm, I use Facebook and Instagram. They're probably on Twitter too, but I, got, I follow them on uh, Facebook and Instagram. Uh, Bree and Amy doing some great things with Allegedly Records over there. So so just check that out. And as you know, a few episodes ago, I had my, my fine Allegedly Records shirt. Uh, and we should be throwing some of those uh, Allegedly Records shirt photos up on Instagram uh, over the next couple weeks as I'm rolling everything out. I'm sorting through all these photos and stuff from the trip, and we've still got a lot of studio photos that have got to go up there. Uh, so really trying to keep track of everything and schedule everything that's going out. Uh, yeah. All right. That is going to do it for us. Two episodes less than 24 hours apart. I knew it was possible. We could do it, and I did it. Uh, we Next weekend, like I said, we will still be somewhat back to normal. Maybe slight changes probably earlier in the day uh, 
uh, which really won't affect you that much. Uh, unless we decide to go live stream by next weekend. We'll see if that happens. I'm still trying to get that going. Uh, but because of July 4th and, and wanting to spend some time with uh, with friends and my family, uh, it, it, it likely will happen early in the day on Sunday. Very minuscule possibility that it happens again on Saturday night. Although I do enjoy having a beer in the studio. Uh, last night we I kept it mostly on the rails, but uh, it was nice to, to enjoy a beer uh, instead of just... Just water in my, my mug here with my Gotel to the wall mug. So we'll, we'll see what happens. But keep that in mind. We'll keep everyone updated uh, through the Facebook page. And, of course, in addition to Facebook.com slash Gotel to the wall, uh, make sure you follow, you subscribe to our channel on YouTube. Just head over to YouTube, search Gotel to the wall, subscribe to that. Check out all the awesome videos. And, of course, as I mentioned before, uh, my own personal Instagram, which is at SoCalSean, and most importantly would be SeanO'RourkeLive.com, where you're going to find exclusive content, exclusive photos, all kinds of great stuff, links to those things I just mentioned, as well as links to our Patreon and our merch page. So please help us out either with some merch or some Patreon, all that great stuff uh, right there on SeanO'RourkeLive.com. Bookmark it. Check back often. All right. As I said, this has been Episode 50 of Common Sense Sundays with Go Tell It to the Wall, hosted by me, your absolute favorite podcast host, the one and only Sean O'Rourke. And until next time, Wall fans, Common Sensors, remember, no matter what you do, no matter where you go, no matter who you're with, and especially no matter why you are doing it, always, always use Common Sense.